And now, on with the show. There we go. It's uh, once again, welcome everybody. We're here. It's Weekend Watch, a production of the Three Guys One Up Podcast Network. I'm your host, Spencer, sitting here with David. Hi. And Keith. Oh, hey. Guys, are you ready to talk some movies? I'm ready to talk All right. some movies. We have a theme this week, you guys. We're talking uh, dark, twisted fantasy movies. Not to be confused with that uh, Kanye album. <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about. No, my I have beautiful, no idea. Kanye's album, man. My beautiful dark twisted fantasy. I don't listen to Kanye West music. Well, we're not this was, talking about this was that, back. So. This was back when he was like not crazy. And, when was he not crazy? He went on. He went on TV and said George Bush hates black people. It was back around then. Like, so, so that wasn't crazy. Just because he wasn't wrong with that <laughs> statement doesn't mean he wasn't crazy at that time. Yeah. Let's put. He was still taking his meds. Is that better? That's better. Okay. All right. <laughs> And he wasn't a billionaire yet. He didn't have he didn't have affluenza or whatever. Maybe maybe you want to say it as he was a little more level then. Sure. Let's put it that way. That sounds better. Okay. I'll agree. I'll agree to that. I'll say he was producing much better music at that point. <laughs> like oh like absolutely. Actually, actually guys, good music. You guys remember when he said poopity scoop? <laughs> I uh, do remember that. But this isn't a music podcast. This is Why are a we movie talking about podcast. This? I don't know because so, it's so funny. You, you brought it sucks. up because he Your sucks show. real bad. <laughs> uh, let's talk some dark fantasy movies. I love dark fantasy as a genre. Uh, you know, you got your your labyrinths, your pans labyrinths, and that's it. A lot of mazes. There's some. There's, there's a lot of mazes. Yes, nice. Yeah. yeah, a lot of a lot of mazes involved in dark <laughs> fantasy. Uh, but let's. Oh man, there's a lot of great movies in this genre. I found it hard to find some of my favorites streaming, though. Yeah, it was unfortunate, but I think we got a nice little spread here. This is there's there's a lot of different directions we're going, and still hitting it. I, I, that's why I like this genre is it's kind of niche, but it makes it a little little fun to branch into for different uh, creators, you know. Yeah, like you've got you know your fully different world dark fantasy, you know. Like I said, you're, you're I don't know, I don't even have it. You know what I'm talking about? Like a whole different world, nothing to do with modern real life. And then you've got you know your your historical fiction dark fantasy. You've got modern dark fantasy. It's a lot of ways to go, and we're gonna get into a few different ones of those. So let's let's jump right in. Uh, David, why don't you go first today? All right. Um, I've been. This is. I, I, I feel like I've been saying this a lot, but I pulled this one out of my back pocket again. I, I've had this one uh, kind of uh, locked and ready to go. I've been wanting to watch it again for a while. This is a movie from my childhood that I loved. Um, it is uh, Tim Burton's classic Edward Scissorhands. Um, right now it's on uh, Disney+. Plus. I'm gonna It's going to be my reliable source for it because it was on Hulu. Now they switched it over to, um, I think I saw it on Paramount+. Plus, and it may be on Tubi as well, but don't quote me on that. It is definitely on Disney+, Plus, though. Cool. That's anyway. the important one. It's not going anywhere if it's there. Yeah. yeah. Um, a scientist builds an animated human being, the gentle Edward. 
The scientist dies before he can finish assembling Edward, though, leaving the young man with a freakish appearance accentuated by the scissor blades he has instead of hands. Loving suburban saleswoman Peg discovers Edward and takes him home, where he falls for Peg's teen daughter. However, despite his kindness and artistic talent, Edward's hands make him an outcast. Um, this, I, it's an amazing movie. Uh, Johnny Depp is this, uh, uh, terribly shy, quiet, uh, middle school goth kid. Who, <laughs> uh, in his, in his full leather outfit and his, in his stringy black Bob hair H. and, in and powder white skin. Um, he is, a uh, abilities. Yeah. It's it's a sort of Pinocchio type tale. Vincent Price plays his his doddering inventor of a father who uh, unfortunately dies before he can give him the human hands, um, and he's found by this uh, this like sickeningly sweet um, suburban housewife and brought down so that all the hens can cluck around him in this shitty little ticky tacky neighborhood. It's a great movie. It's it is a very great movie. it's it's got this style about it that's Tim Burton but too colorful. So Tim Burton though. My yeah. god. I mean this is kind of one of the quintessential dark fantasy in my my opinion. And and Tim Burton this is like I don't know. He kind of embodies this whole genre and this is one of his best works that the story's great, the the shots were amazing, the sets were amazing. Um, I love that this scientist's uh, whole solution, temporary solution for human hands was to strap a bunch of blades to this dude's hands. <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't finished your hands yet. So he built him like the, the sort of insinuation was he built him out of one of these robots that he had constructed to make cookies in, in this assembly line. Right. Yeah. This guy, this guy's fucking eccentric. Uh, type of inventor just yeah. throwing things out there. Like he's he's got some wild stuff. So it, it makes sense. It makes sense for the story. I just I, I like how that's like the default. It's like, oh I don't have your hands <laughs> yet. Here's some fucking scissors. Um great cast, Dan Weiss, Renona Ryder, Johnny Depp before he went fucking insane. Um Anthony Michael Hall, I forgot was in it. Yeah. This is um this is just a fun movie. It's cute. And also dark, and also sweet, and also different. Um, this is a movie everybody should see. Yeah, I agree. And that I think I've said this before. I'm not a huge Tim Burton fan, but overall, this one's definitely worth a watch. He's got a style that, like, it rubs some people the wrong way. I get that, but at the same either, time, yeah, You'll, you, you like deny- it or, or you hate it, and yeah. You think. can't deny the creativity of where he comes from. He's yeah. got a style, uh, not unlike those other guys, Wes Anderson and stuff like that, that he sticks to, and it works for him, and it works for his audience, you know? So, true. Very think, true. Yeah. I think Tim Burton is a sort of soft introduction to horror and goth. And yeah, people I, I that, absolutely agree with that, for sure. And, and people that are big fans of, of those genres view him as uh i don't lower tier i don't know how do i want to say this does that make sense see what you're saying it's like you said it's the intro version yeah 
but I don't even, uh, it's not even that for me. It's just that his, sometimes his style just seems like, like there's no reason. It's just weird for the sake of being weird. <laughs> yeah. I get yeah. like be weird. Like don't, don't get me wrong, but have a reason for it. That's why I like Joan Vasquez though, too. Invader Zim and, and yeah. uh, Johnny, the homicidal maniac is weird for the sake of being weird to a, to a degree. For for sure. Yeah, I, it, I was also does, never a huge Invader Zim fan. <laughs> no, I was. Ooh, it does yeah. feel a lot like the look how random I am. Just like and it is, I, yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I absolutely, I will. I'll, <laughs> and and I think that yeah, these are all valid criticisms of of Tim Burton. But I can't Jonah deny that I I really do like a lot of Tim Burton stuff. I, I always have his, his creativity and style does appeal to me where I can also see it not working for some people. Anyway. So I've got a dog attacking me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Disney plus go watch uh, Edward Scissorhands and cry. I always cry at this movie. Yeah. It's, it, it's a, a tearjerker. It's a sweet movie. All right. Check it out. Edward Scissorhands, Disney plus. Let's move on. What else do we have dark fantasy wise? Uh, I'm going to go next. My dark fantasy pick is uh, the 2015. I don't know why I thought 17 at first. Uh, Guillermo del Toro movie, Crimson Peak. Uh, after marrying the charming and seductive Sir Thomas Sharp, young Edith finds herself swept away to his remote gothic mansion in the English hills. Also living there is Lady Lucille, Thomas's alluring sister and protector of her family's dark secrets. Able to communicate with the dead, Edith tries to decipher the mystery behind the ghostly visions that haunt her new home. As she comes closer to the truth, Edith may learn that true monsters are made of flesh and blood. Ooh. Uh, yeah, this is a Victorian, very gothic uh, horror mystery mystery box thriller um and i really love it i really love it it is like i said it's basically about this mystery unraveling of this this uh reclusive brother and sister noble pair um and this woman who marries into the family and, and can see the dead and has to unravel this mystery before she loses her life um I don't know. I really loved it. I like Guillermo del Toro and most of the things he does. He's very big into dark fantasy and blending dark fantasy with horror and, and mystery and everything. And and I think he did really well here. What'd you guys think? This atmosphere is like oppressive. It's, it is very, it's, this is a gorgeous movie. He sets an amazing atmosphere. I, I want to watch it again. Cause I didn't pay enough attention. I sort of like, put it on and yeah. found myself like distracted from what I was doing by the movie. Otherwise. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. <laughs> and it's, it, it's like I said, it's gorgeous. The cast is amazing. Young, um, younger Tom Hiddleston. I shouldn't say younger. He'd already been Loki for like four movies at this point. Yeah. A little bit. They did um, a great job. I also like the setting. Uh, you know, a lot of these ghost story types end up, being modern day and these it's the victorian ghosts i like that that we're victorian with with those ghosts you know yeah for I sure i love the color palette and the um creativity as i mean guillermo del toro is a master of this genre um a little less pastel than um than tim burton he goes a little more for that 
darker horror side and it works really well and while this is got that nice kind of light feel to it at times it's also spooky as hell like i i really liked his ghosts i really liked the horror side of this i don't know i i i enjoyed it too agreed uh agreed 100 percent because um i i don't know i really liked the fact that he uh i ah, fuck it i don't remember where i was going i had a whole thing <laughs> and now it's gone guillermo del toro he's great did you guys know he's doing a pinocchio movie I d- uh, yes, yeah. I heard about that, and I'm a l- I'm pretty excited for it. That he's he, especially if he takes a a darker tone with it. Yeah, and it's going to be stop motion. Oh shit, that's great. Yeah, that's going to be great. That could be super eerie, creepy. I'm I'm excited to see what he does with that for sure. I mean, they've done some some really great creepy things with with stop motion. Coraline, it was. Oh yeah was stellar was a, it was really amazing and if he and can Neil do Gaiman something was... on par with that and he's definitely he's got the talent for it for sure big time big time but he's uh, like i said he's a master at this this aspect he's he's done so many really good like dark fantasy movies it, it's hard to to pick like what your favorite is and you know he's he's just so good at this spooky fantasy vibe still oh, keeping sure. it tangible feels very real yeah definitely check it out uh my last thing on this is i thought it was really funny how charlie hunnam an englishman played an american who goes (laughs) to england (laughs) (laughs) that one made me laugh a little that's that's pretty good but uh yeah check it out crimson peak currently streaming on netflix i mean charlie hunnam does look very american i mean he did what eight six six seven years as as a Californian biker outlaw. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's ingrained in him now. <laughs> uh, let's move on. Keith, bring it home. Dark fantasy. What do you got? All right. I, I went a little, little different route. This one's a, a little modern and it's a mockumentary. This is 2010's troll hunter, man. I love this movie. This movie. I, I'm glad it was streaming um, because I haven't watched it in a very long time, probably since 2010. And it's just a fucking blast of a movie. It's got wit. It's got a little bit of just kind of goofy horrorness to it. It's a mockumentary, so I don't know. It it's that found footage feeling. I I love this movie. Um, a bunch of investigative reporters, young investigative reporters, are trying to figure out why there was these uh, bear poaching happening. And they um stumble upon a story much bigger than that when they meet a man named Hans who is a troll hunter. They find out that these Norwegian trolls are real. They're not like the stories. They don't live under bridges. They don't make deals. They they're I don't know, they're some of the stories are real. I, I didn't know this one. They the the scent of a Christian man's blood. Did you know did is that a well-known thing? What? That was not a part of the troll mythology that I had heard. No, it must be a very Norwegian thing. This is like, and this is, it's really playing off their their children's stories over there. So it's different kind of fantasy in that way. But, it still felt super accessible though. Like, right? They, yeah. They spelled out like, hey, like there was one point where he was like, well, what if the troll challenges you to an eating contest? And I was like, what? Oh, I guess that must be like a part of the mythos of of Norwegian trolls. Yeah. And it's not. And they have 
or I mean, it is, but they don't. Yeah. Anyway. But uh, they have a bunch of different kinds of trolls, different sizes, different like, and this this whole story unfolds in front of this this group of of reporters doing this this now documentary on this troll hunter, and it's it's a wild ride. It's a whole lot of fun. Like I said, it's funny as well as it's like it, it's a little heart racing. It is found footage. If you don't like the shaky cams and stuff, this is not for you because there's plenty of that. Oh, it's kind of like an updated Norwegian version of like uh Blair Witch. They they took their like their version of that. And the trolls are great. I've I've loved it. What did you guys think? This is one of my favorites. This was fan fucking tastic. I this had always been on my watch list, but I'd never gotten around to it. And I'm really glad you picked it because man, what a ride. Uh it looked great. The CGI was definitely passable. I had no issues with that. Uh the story was fun um a uh, dark uh played off this this mythos that i didn't know all that much about um and i really liked like getting technical the camera work was really good for a mockumentary some mockumentaries or found footage type movies like give you that nausea feeling they rely too heavily on it's that too much can. yeah and, and they don't this, they this. didn't yeah it, it was it, it was really good i, I loved it unfortunately i ran out of time this week and didn't get to watch it, but I'm going to, uh, especially yeah. if I can pick up tips on how to smell a Christian man's blood. <laughs> that would help. That would help. Are you saying uh, you can't already smell a Christian man's blood? Uh, I, I mean, I can't differentiate between uh, the religions at all. I, the blood okay. just smells well, blood, blood. Blood's just blood. So you blood. just haven't matured enough yet as a troll. Yeah. Yeah. You got to go flame some more people online before you, really come into your own as a troll i I just got this like image in my head of me swirling blood around in wine glasses and sticking my nose in to get the bouquet (laughs) like oh this one this one definitely hints of punjab Uh, jane Uh, this one's a jane (laughs) you did let jesus into your heart This this movie's uh, on HBO Max. I highly recommend it, David. You would love this film. It's it's just fun. It's funny, goofy, like I said, but it still has that dark vibe to it. And I I don't know. Hans is such a great character. They have some other stuff, some kind of fuckery going on that I really liked. I, I don't know. I this has got a little bit. There is some reading involved. It's it's in Norwegian, so got them subtitles. Yep. But worth it. You got your readers. (laughs) Check it out. It's now streaming HBO Max. It's Troll Hunter. All right. That's uh, that's Dark Fantasy Week, everybody. Uh, Let's move on. Let's move on to some news, some big news this week. We got lots of news, lots of happenings. Let's get into it. Uh, Things are happening. You guys, do you you watch to watch the Oscars? No, but I've watched the clip clip of the Oscars. (laughs) I saw I saw about 10 seconds of the Oscars a hundred times. <laughs> hundred. Uh, uh, you guys got a spicy take? Let's, I hope not. I hope nobody has a spicy take on this. There can't, none of us have a spicy take. Nobody's going to be like, man, I'm really proud that Will Smith defended his wife's honor by walking up there and slapping the shit out of a grown-ass man in front of millions of people. And then walking back to my seat and sitting down like nothing fucking happened. And then yelling God, like a little asshole. Uh, yeah, and then going up and bad. crying later during his uh, not apology and 
bullshit religious justification for his garbage behavior. Man, it was an awful speech that got a standing fucking ovation. You know who yeah. else says love makes you do crazy things? Abusers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's like wife beaters. Their term. Children beaters. Like, you can't say that. We say that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's abuser appropriation. <laughs> oh, God. What an asshole. Oh, it's. Uh, I do want to spend less time talking about how shitty Will Smith is and more time talking about how fucking amazing Chris Rock is. He wore that slap like a goddamn hero. Then he stood up there and he was he was just going to continue until Will Smith up opened his fucking mouth again. And then he didn't even. Oh, man, the restraint that that man showed. He didn't want to make this night about this incident. And Will, Will Smith did. Yeah. It's it's real bold of Will Smith to do that with having aired all his his and his wife's dirty laundry over the past few years. Yeah, real bold over real a GI Jane joke. That's I love when Chris Rock says that it was a GI Jane joke. Well, <laughs> and and also, so he gets. Did you guys see the clip going around uh, a couple days later of um, Will Smith on Arsenio Hall's talk show back in the nineties? making fun of Arsenio Hall's bass player for being bald yeah. from alopecia. It's cool no. when you do it to a man. No, I'll have well, to I track mean, it down again. was like Will Smith laughed at the joke that Chris Rock made right up until he saw his wife get all pee-pee about it. Literally yeah. half a second later, like he was walking up on stage after laughing at it. It was, oh, no. it was a bitch move for a series of reasons, which yeah. makes Will Smith a bitch times whatever you like however yeah. many times you know and it had nothing to do with chris rock and he's the one that that had to wear the slap wore it like a fucking champion god damn he took it he stood up there i, I don't know i've got to give a shout out to the link that that you shared with us spencer of the john boy breakdown yeah john boy is a fucking he he gives a breakdown man we got zoom ins we got replays i caught stuff in that breakdown that i didn't even know like when when chris rock was like oh i could i could uh, yeah you, he was like oh i could say something <laughs> he, that's where he, he was had, going with that he had fucking six rounds of fuck you type of roasting cocked and loaded and he eased that hammer back and went on with the show class fucking act chris rock is the man you know and it yeah. It it does suck a little bit that Will Smith's unacceptable behavior distracted from, uh, you know, the other conversation of of punching down on people, making fun of things ab about their appearance that they can't control, whether they're secure in their appearance or not. Because you know, there were, I saw other articles about her um, making comments about how uh, she she looks she looks fine bald. She's not. Uh, insecure about it at all and and she's she's confident in it um and then i don't I, you know what i mean like there is a conversation to be had about not ridiculing people for things they cannot in any way help i understand you're front row at the oscars you make your public yeah. life available for everyone chris rocks in front of you and he says can't wait for gi jane 2 that was a gift that was a fucking gift. He could have said, uh, whether or not it was like low, low or not to to people with alopecia, like this 
this was not that bad of a thing to say. And uh, I, I do get what you're saying. And, and where I'm going with this is if Will Smith is going to see that his wife is upset by this and he's going to walk up on stage to do something during the Oscars, he could have walked up there and said, my wife is bald and beautiful and I don't agree with you bring, like bringing this up. There's a lot of people that yeah, you that could be the bigger man have this. Yeah. And he could I have still started. That my wife is the most beautiful person in this room. And that's that and gone back and people would have applauded him. Chris rock oh, would have applauded him walking back to his seat. Oh, he would have like, he would have won that night. He oh, would have yeah. been, he would have been the star changer. of the entire night. And Chris rock would have looked like a Royal asshole. Yeah, yeah. If he'd have just sat and kept his fucking mouth shut. And then during his acceptance speech, just re just stood by his woman there. Yeah. But it would have been game it up. And he fucked up his entire career probably because of it. He, he he's been, really royally fucked up. He's been dishing out Oscar bait for a decade trying to get this award. And he finally gets it. And he taints the entire evening by smacking <laughs> one of Taint. the presenters. Overshadows <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson's first Oscar. Samuel L. Jackson got a first Oscar. The Oscar that fucking Chris Rock was presenting went to Questlove for best documentary, dude. That's fucking sick. And nobody remembers it because of the slap. Nobody yeah. knows anything about the whole night. I guess I, I was I mean, seeing something. Oh, go ahead. No, even if he hadn't done it, we still wouldn't know anything about the whole night. Yeah. Because the Oscars are lame now. They are. Yeah, I, well. I, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess the only reason any of us did watch any portion of the Oscars was because of the slap. It was it. So are we going to tune in next year now to see who slaps who next year? If it's celebrity Take boxing, pets. I'm in on it. Like, <laughs> it's, they just turned the Oscars into celebrity death match. Oh, oh man. <laughs> All right. That's enough. Like, That's enough about that. I do have one more thing because I got to say one more thing about how good of a man Chris Rock is. Wanda Sykes was talking about it. I guess the first thing that he said in the after party to her is he ran up and apologized to her for taking away from her night because she's it, it was her night. She was a host, you know, I, yeah. he, and, and he apologized in person to these women for making it about something else like class act. I'm I'm all about Chris Rock. Always have been. And I'm, yeah, now we can move on. We're done with it. <laughs> All right. Uh, a couple of other little things before we finish up here. Uh, we have a premiere date for House of the Dragon, the new Game of Thrones spinoff coming August 21st. Takes place, what, 300 years before uh, Game of Thrones did, following the House Targaryen. Cool. Yeah, cool. I would be a it. lot more hype about this if they, if didn't, they didn't suck, suck up the show. So uh, yeah. I'll watch it. But I've got low expectations. Is it Same. still the producer? The what were the who are the guys that fucked up the last one? Benioff, and, yeah, David Benioff and DB Weiss. Are they show running this one? I don't know. I don't know. I, don't I thought originally, but I that. think they left it for Star Wars. Oh, that might have I think been. I remember hearing that. Why? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Why that? I'm trying to find out who's who's the showrunner now. I'm, See if I can find anything about it. Um, I'll fill up some some space while we're doing that. Uh, did you guys see that Morbius has already got a sixteen percent, and it's flopping score? so hard. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. At oh, the man. time, it had forty five reviews at sixteen percent. Um, things are that's, not looking good. The things that say 
That's real Jared, not good. Jared Leto is having a hard time breaking into the comic book movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's also uh, keeps seeing more and more stuff uh, pop up, uh, more and more accusations about him being inappropriate with underage girls. And apparently that's like just a known secret. And for some, I bet you he's, he's not long for before he gets, uh, he gets me too'd. Well, I, I hope he does. If it's a known secret, that's fucked up. Yeah. Why yeah, the fuck is it a known secret? secret. Why, why? Yeah. <laughs> like both, both like as an actor and like on the road with 30 seconds to Mars. He Ugh. does, he does kind of have like weepy pedophile eyes. Yeah. You could easily sub him into blood on the dance floor and nothing would change. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Again, these are all. You know, rumors and such. Whatever. Uh, let's. What else? What else we got? We got a documentary coming finally about Jim Henson. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Rod um, Howard and Brian Grazer are going to make it. That's that's exciting. It's going to be good. It's going to be on Disney Plus. It's going to be great. I think the production is going to be out of control. They're going to tell a really great story. I'm um, I'm excited for this documentary. As am I. Um, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, I think that's the big stuff, right? Um, I think. Uh, Speaking of like really shitty actors, why not talk about Ezra Miller? Oh, yes, oh, a giant piece of shit like all the time. You remember Ezra Miller choked... of the Flash fame? Yeah, you remember when he um, choked that girl like two years ago, and they just kind of brushed over it. Well, he's doing more shitty stuff where he's assaulting people and shouting in their faces and ruining their good karaoke night. <laughs> He's just on this Hawaiian island going fucking nuts. It sounds like why did was he doing this? Did he just get drunk and shitty? What what's set this off? It kind of um, seems that way. That's what it seems like. But it seems like he's just kind of a piece of shit too. I guess he was. Uh, there's more and more things coming out about him. I guess it's it's a known rumor around this island that he's just a giant piece of shit to like everybody. Um he was staying with a couple and he like harassed them, I guess. Um, he, he yelled at them that I will bury you and your slut wife. Um, he's, he's yeah. So finally, I guess a bunch of people around this Island are, are very fed up with him and they're just like, well, we're going to out you on fucking everything you've done. So stories just keep trickling out about this douche. What a way to ruin your career. Right. At, just as it's like coming up, he's got Fantastic Beasts happening for him. He's got the Flash movies happening for him. And he's just a giant fucking prick. Oh, God. You hate to see it. Come on. Well, fuck that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, you know, I think that uh, that does it for the news. I think we covered all the good stuff. <laughs> hopefully. Um, that's an episode. We did it. That's a wrap. It. Well, that's a wrap. Don't forget. To check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Discord, our website, threeguysoneup.com, and our Patreon. You can find a link to that on our website. Sign up. Please give us $5 a month, and we'll keep making these shows. Um, and with that, we will be back next week. Good night, everybody. 